You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 158. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to be chatting with you from Lisbon today. I have been here for almost a week now, enjoying the sun here. It is, as I have mentioned many times, one of my favorite cities that I have visited over these almost three months that I've been in Europe. This in Edinburgh, Scotland were my two sleeper hits. I had no vision or really understanding about either city before coming to Europe I had many other cities on my docket of places I wanted to go experience, and these two turned out to be my favorites of all. I just love that they're so walkable, laid back, so easy to get around. The architecture is beautiful in completely different ways, and I would just say the biggest difference between Edinburgh and Lisbon, besides culture and the beauty of the architecture styles, is the weather. So could not be more different. One is extremely cloudy and often rainy in the summer, and the other is completely sunshine and 80 to 90 degrees every single day. So anyways, here I am in Lisbon talking with you about the July favorites. So I had thought about July, and I was thinking, you know, where have I even been in July? So where did I even pick these favorites from? I started in Italy. I think I did Rome, Florence, and Cinque Terre. Then I did... Scotland for two weeks. So that was the one week meditation and then a week in Edinburgh. Then I've spent about a half a week in London and Lisbon as well. So that's where I've been. And now I'm going to share what my favorites were to eat, watch, read, and buy pretty much while I've been in those different places. One of the things I'm going to start off with is something that I got just like two days ago, actually, which is a ring. I'm not sure if you guys have seen my Instagram or the vlogs and seen all of the stacking rings that I like to wear, but I love me many, many rings all at once. And I have struggled to find new rings to add to my collection. Usually my stacking rings are by the designer Goldilocks out of Detroit, Michigan, and I got them at my friend Diana's store, Thistle and Bess in Ann Arbor. But I've had a hard time adding to the collection like she does. She has such an amazing array of jewelry in her own personal collection, and I love seeing how she mixes it up. Well, I have finally found two new items to add to the collection. One of them is kind of a no-name little chain ring that I can't really describe or link to because it was just an inexpensive piece at the store. But the other one I want to share is this one that looks like a sparkle. So if you guys know or have seen the vlog with Austin in it, I have a thing for sparkle water, which is light reflected off of the water. As you're looking out onto an ocean or a lake or the pool, wherever, whenever you see the light of the sun bounce off of the water and create a sparkle, there is a really strong emotional and spiritual connection for me to that type of sparkle. And again, you can go listen to my thoughts on it at the Austin vlog if you're interested. We'll have it in the show notes. And I saw this ring and it looks like a sparkle that would be bouncing off of the water. It is a simple gold band with a kind of oxidized sparkle in the middle. It's kind of like a six-point star, and it has many little diamonds, very, very, very tiny diamonds in it as well. It's very simple and goes with my other stacking pieces. And because of the meaning behind the sparkle and the idea that all we have to do is shine is something that I am really excited to now be wearing and reminding myself of as I look at this pretty ring. 
It's by the designer 5 Octobre, which I believe is a French designer, but I did get it here in Portugal at a boutique that I happened upon. I'm not sure the name of the boutique, but I did find a link to the actual ring itself online. So I'll have that in the show notes if you guys want to see what it looks like or purchase. You can see what I am talking about. In addition, another jewelry purchase because jewelry is much easier for me to buy at the moment than anything else. It takes a very little room. It doesn't weigh anything as my bags are getting quite heavy. I haven't really added a ton, but man, those bags are getting harder to pack every single time I move from place to place, it seems. It's almost like the stuff is growing in some way on its own. So anyways, as I was in anthropology, which I shared in my last week's episode about not needing to own to appreciate, I focus on the coasters and home goods with you guys, but I technically did actually make a purchase that day. I bought a necklace because a necklace is something that I can change up the look of the things that I own right there, very simply. So I found a three-strand gold necklace that has three different types of chains on it. It's called the Ravi Layered Necklace. And again, I'll have a link in the show notes if you're interested and seeing what it looks like or purchasing it. But it's just a really pretty long three-layered necklace. I've been loving long gold necklaces over the last year or two, and this one is a really nice one to swap out my other two necklaces that I wear pretty much every single day if I'm wearing a long necklace. And it's fun to layer with a short necklace sometimes as well. So even though I wasn't able to buy some home goods, I did find some chocolates that are as beautiful as home goods. I shared an Instagram image of them. They're by Coco Chocolatier from Edinburgh. They're organic chocolate bars in stunning papers. I've literally saved the papers from these bars and I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. Maybe I'll make them bookmarks. I only have one book right now, but, (laughs) but I really, really love them. They are pieces of art. You know what they would be good for is wrapping paper. Oh, I'm just getting excited. Maybe I'm going to try the tiniest piece of wrapping paper ever, but the quality of the paper is so strong that maybe I could like wrap my mom's gift in it. Hmm. I got her a ring. Maybe I could try wrapping it one of these little papers. They're so pretty. That's how pretty these are, guys. Go check them out on the show notes if you're interested. And the flavors, of course, are wonderful too. So the flavors that I purchased, I got three of them while I was in Edinburgh. I got the milk chocolate and rose the milk chocolate in lavender, because I love all things floral scented and I guess tasted, I guess if that's the right term for that. And also the dark chocolate Earl Grey tea and bergamot. So yes, all the lively tea fans out there, I have a new tea favorite, but it's really in dark chocolate, Earl Grey and bergamot dark chocolate. They are all delicious, and I am excited to kind of go back to Edinburgh, hopefully at some point in the future, near or far, to try some other ones as well. Some of the other flavors that look interesting that I did not pick up yet were the raspberry and vanilla bean white chocolate, the orange lemon and geranium dark chocolate, which makes me very interested because I have a geranium perfume lately that I really love, so I'm very curious to see what tasting geranium and chocolate would be like. And then also the honey milk chocolate. So truly, I want to buy all of these bars just so I can collect the wrappers. That's how much they're so beautiful. So anyways, those are the flavors that I'm interested in. It does look like they ship worldwide for all the U.S. folks, but it ain't cheap. So keep that in mind. I would say if you're going to do an order from them, it probably makes the most sense to buy a decent amount of it at once. That way, the packing and the shipping seems to be worth it for you. But they are delicious and they are incredibly beautiful. I'm not sure if they're sold in actual stores in the U.S. or if you have to buy them directly online only, but do check them out if you're interested. 
While we're on the subject of food, we're going to turn over to drinks. So while I've been out, I've been realizing one of the things with traveling is it's not so much about buying stuff or having physical books or anything like that or home goods or workout gear or any of those types of things or even groceries. What you do is you go out to eat a lot. So I have two drinks I would love to share that I have loved. One is in London in Dishoom. So I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Dishoom. If you're not in London, maybe you have not, but it is an amazing amazing Indian restaurant. They have several locations. I went to two back-to-back while I was there last week, and I'm planning on going back maybe once or twice again when I get back to London later this week as well. Their cocktail called the Edwina's Affair is incredible. I looked up the description so I could tell you what it is, and this is how they describe it. It's a hush-hush love triangle of gin, rose, and cardamom in a secret garden of fresh mint strewn with candied rose petals. Light, refreshing, and captivating. Yeah, so I love a rose tea latte foamed up with almond milk so much, and you can get that in London as well at Farm Girl Cafe. I've shared a little Instagram picture of what that looks like. So if that's my tea or caffeinated beverage in the morning, my evening beverage of rose in the evening would definitely be the Deschumes Edwina's Affair. The rose flavor and the candied rose petals on top with the mint, it is so good. If you guys are going to visit London or you live there, Please check that out if you like Rose. It's incredible. And just in general, Dishoom is one of the best restaurants I've ever been to. And if you had asked me before I went to Dishoom if I liked Indian food, I would have honestly told you it's not really my thing. Now I think my mouth is watering just saying the word Dishoom. It is incredible. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. And then from the other new favorite city, Edinburgh, I tried this beer called the Innis and Gun Original. It's an oak-aged beer that is a smooth Scottish beer with hints of toffee, vanilla, and oak. Oh my goodness, I am from Chicago, so that really means that you really typically like overhopped IPAs when it comes to beer drinking. And I don't do that much beer drinking now because of the gluten stuff, but every now and then I'll make an exception. And when I do, it's typically for an overhopped IPA because I just love that flavor so much, like the Three Floyds style of beer. However, this one is not hoppy in the least, but is incredible with those hints of toffee, vanilla, and oak. I've been told by people that are from Scotland that this is not the easiest beer to find. It's a small batch brew. I got it at the Elephant House Cafe, which is also, fun fact, where J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter or some of the Harry Potter books. So I was there with some friends from the meditation retreat, and we ordered drinks, and they had ordered this beer. I had tasted it while I was sipping my IPA, and I immediately regretted my own order because this was such a different flavor for me. Not hoppy at all, but really kind of rich and creamy and perfect for Edinburgh weather. So that is something to check out if you're in Scotland or at least in Edinburgh. Maybe if you're at the Elephant House Cafe, check it out. When it comes to reading and all things listening, for the last three months, I have been on a very specific quest, if you will. I've really been exploring the teachings of Abraham Hicks. My friend Katie Dalebout told me about Abraham Hicks in an offhand comment at dinner one night, uh, I don't even know, four or five months ago. And it was one of those things, I don't know if you've ever had this, where a friend tells you about something and she doesn't even like rail it into your head. She's not even, you know, saying, oh my gosh, you have to get into this. She just says it in this kind of offhand way. And unlike when a lot of times your friends rail it over your head, you actually take her advice and you check it out and you get really hooked. 
That's exactly how it was for me and Abraham Hicks. I've been listening on Audible, and if you want to do the Audible thing, I really love hearing Abraham Hicks speak most of all, or technically it's Esther Hicks speaking. So if you check this out, you'll see Abraham is spoken by a woman, and if you get into this, you'll figure out all the details of what this is all about. But I love hearing Abraham Hicks and the voice, so I prefer listening on Audible to the books, though I do have one of the books purchased in a written form as well. You can get the Audible for free for a month and get an Abraham Hicks book if you're interested by going to audible.com slash lively. They're not a sponsor of this episode, but because we have that for you guys for the free book, feel free to go use it if you want to. The Law of Attraction, The Astonishing Power of Emotions, and Ask and It Is Given, The Processes, are the three that I have on my audio, listen to, repeat all the time. And then also you can YouTube hundreds of hours of Abraham Hicks on there as well. Check it out if it's interesting to you at all. This has been helpful, I think, to understand why my life has started to go in such incredible ways and so much more flowing and easefully since, I would say, over the last year. I would say since last year, right around this time is when I started to live this approach without knowing anything about Abraham Hicks or any of the teachings. But once I found out about it, I got very intrigued because it tapped into a lot of things I was unknowingly doing in my life already, and now I've been doing much more deliberately. So, yep. That's what I have been into in terms of listening and reading. And then when it comes to the travels, I have two little favorites I thought I would share for you guys that if you're traveling to these cities, you might enjoy them. One is from Edinburgh, which was The Dogs in Edinburgh. That restaurant is so cool. I was taken there by a friend who lives in Edinburgh, and it was one of those moments when you're traveling and you have no expectations, you're just kind of like wandering around, and then all of a sudden, you're in this space, and it just leaves you with this kind of speechless awe of wonder kind of thing. I had no expectations going into this restaurant, but I just found myself just enjoying it. It's a very local, authentic, awesome place. It's not Scottish pub type authentic, too. It's like really where people in Edinburgh go that aren't necessarily just going to a pub. It's like a straight up awesome some restaurant with this really fascinating and quirky decor. Apparently the owner or the chef, maybe chef slash owner, has many dogs. I'm not sure how many he has exactly, but there are different things that have dog themes all over, but it's not done in a cheesy way. It's done in a really cool, not quite hipster, but kind of a really authentic, neat way. Check out the pictures even online if you're interested in checking it out. I love the risotto when I went myself. And then there is a new favorite coffee shop besides Farm Girl in London that I would like to share with you guys if you go there. It's a great place to go for work. I wouldn't say if you're traveling as a tourist, this is a place to go as a tourist attraction. But if you live in London or you're staying there for any period of time that's a little more extensive, the Chelsea Quarter Cafe was really great. I found the place from an Airbnb host recommendation because I was staying in Chelsea last week and I went there two days in a row and I really liked it. And also they have a second floor in the basement that has a little fireplace and cozy chairs. So it was really cozy to work on my secret project there. So that has a little soft spot in my heart. And that's about it, guys. That's pretty much what I have been absorbing, consuming, buying and experiencing if you'd like to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter, you can do so at Jess C as can't believe I'm coming back to the States soon lively. For show notes and all the links to these resources and items, hop over to JessLively.com slash July favorites. And now before I share where I'm going next week, I'd like to share a bit about today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. FreshBooks is awesome. As you guys know, I have been a huge fan since 2012. 
I started sharing this and shouting it from the rooftops when I was a business coach back in the day to all of the business people that I was working with then. If you're a freelancer or have your own small business and you need to track your income, your expenses, your bookkeeping, make those quarterly balance statements and all that sort of thing, FreshBooks.com is incredibly easy to use, beautiful, and keeps all of your numbers right where you want them on your phone and online so you can access them anywhere. It's not something that's stuck on your, you know, just like one computer and that's the computer you have to do your bookkeeping on. It also auto imports your expenses so you can see them there easily from your credit card statement and it sends invoices, especially through PayPal, like a pro. So if you're interested in trying it out for 30 days, go over to freshbooks.com backslash lively for a free month long trial. That's 30 days of free FreshBooks to give it a shot and see if you like it. And now for a sneak peek. I am staying in Lisbon for a few more days and then I'm heading back to London and then drum roll, please, I'm going to New York. First, I'm gonna be there for a few days and then flying to Sonoma for a friend's bachelorette weekend. I'm not sure where the flow will take me after that, but I am sure I will tell you as I go and figure it out and as things flow. Until then, may something wonderful happen to you today. (laughs) 